good morning or afternoon or evening or whatever time it is for you. Um, today's episode is sponsored by fear. <laughs> because well not because I'm realizing a lot of things about fear whenever I feel fear I it's negative it feels like it's a very negative thing and I'm uncomfortable and my stomach hurts and my heart races and I sweat and I think a lot of things, and I don't know which of them is right. And for the past few days, I've been listening to Thich Nhat Hanh, who is a Buddhist monk, and taught a lot about making a home in yourself and he wrote a book called fear and I lent it to a friend recently and um, it was very powerful but it talks about where fear originated from so he talked about how when you were a baby when you were in the mother's womb you did not have to do anything. You didn't have to breathe. You didn't have to eat. You were warm. You were safe. Someone took care of you. For nine months you were in like a palace. That's what he called it. And then all of a sudden you are removed from this palace and the umbilical cord is cut and you have to know how to breathe and you have to cough up this liquid that you've that's just been keeping you alive and there are bright lights and there's noise and there's all these sensories going on and it's scary and you have to start doing things for yourself but you really can't do a lot because you're a baby <laughs> And someone still needs to do things for you. And so he says, this is where fear originates, where who will take care of me? How will I survive? How do I know I'm going to be okay? And... He talked about how sometimes when we feel fear, maybe it comes from this place of, I can't take care of me. Who's going to take care of me right now? And his point is that you, when you're a baby, of course you can't take care of you. But when you're an adult, you have really strong feet and you have strong hands and you have the ability to take care of you 
if you give yourself to you. So he was talking to a lot about like distractions or connection and how we are trying to connect with people on the internet and we feel like we're connected because we can talk to anyone at any time. But like when you're on the phone for a long time, you kind of forget you have a body, right? You're like so in the phone, you're slouching over, like you're not taking care of you. You forgot about you. And his point is, if you are not connected to yourself, you can't be connected to other people. Maybe that's extreme, but I'm not sure. So I'm doing this experiment. Um, in his, um, at Plum Village where he lived, they have a chime, like a bell chime. They make the bell sing every 15 minutes. And every time the bell sings, everyone stops what they're doing and they take three breaths and they don't think about anything and they don't do anything. Um, I visited Plum Village in New York. There's a bunch of them all over the world, but I visited the one in New York and it was so beautiful because they did that there and we were eating in the cafe. There was like a really nice lunch room where people made food, some of the best vegan and vegetarian food I've ever had. And I'm sitting there eating and the bell, the chime sings and everyone stops. They put their spoon or fork down and we all sat and we breathed. And it was just like a beautiful check-in. It was like, oh, hello, hello, Sam. I got lost in thought, huh? <laughs> I got lost in the things I was doing, but here you are, and uh, maybe your posture is a little off, and maybe you were breathing really shallow. Let's fix that. And uh, that happened every 15 minutes. And I forgot how much I loved that. And I remember experiencing that and wishing I had a bell everywhere. I wish I had a bell at work and every 15 minutes I'd just ding it and ev or make it sing and everyone would stop what they're doing and just be like, oh yes, hello me. But I don't have a bell at work. Maybe I could get one. So instead I downloaded an app because technology is good for some things and now a bell goes off every 15 minutes. And I have to say, I have not been afraid <laughs> of anything. Even it, when scary things might be going on in my life, I feel so much love lately. And it is for me. And it is like, everything is okay, because it's bringing me to this moment. I keep coming back to me. I think that's his point is like to constantly remember where your home is and that you are your home and that you shouldn't forget about you. We should really take care of ourselves and say hello. How are you feeling right now? Let's breathe. 
because that feels really good. That's how I remember I'm alive and I'm a human. And what's going on right now? And how does it feel? And are you okay? And look how beautiful everything is around you. And look at you. And how can we better what we're doing right now? So, it's making things less scary. I really like this. If you want to try, you can look up Meditation Bell or something on the App Store. I don't know. Um, I think that's what I typed in, and it was super easy. Um, but to get back onto fear, um, I can only speak from personal experience, so I'd like to tell you a story. I have a partner who has many reasons to be afraid. I think like we all do. Um, But every time he's confronted with fear, he looks at it (laughs) every time, pretty much without fail. And the fear is like, it involves, it's him, but it involves, you know, but he talks about it. And when he does, it is hard to go through it. And then once we do, it is the most beautiful outcome every single time. Or if he has a thought that, oh, if I reach out to this person, they will, what if, what if they, what if I'm too much? And he says, ah, screw it, I'm going to do it anyway. And every time he does, it is never too much. And then we have a beautiful and healing interaction. And I think... From my own experience, I have been in places where I felt too much. Because when I did say, hey, I have something I need to say. Many times people cannot show up for you. And I think that stems from that original fear of abandonment that this person cannot take care of me. And I think I'm starting to realize that not everyone can do that for you. And that's okay. And if that person can't show up for you, and if you are too much for someone, you have you, firstly. But you have to make, maybe we have to make that a place, right? Because I am very used to looking for a home in other people without realizing first there is a home in myself 
because there are homes in other people. I have many homes, and they're all so warm. They're getting better as I get older, and I'm le- I as as my home in myself is becoming better. My homes on the outside are better, and I think if I let the fear of well, people have abandoned me before. And people have not been able to show up for me before. If I let that be a thing that controls my narrative, I would never look for other homes. And I'd be... Not that having one home is a bad thing, but all these other people show me so much of myself. And I'm like, ooh, maybe I could add that to my house. Oh, that's really nice. I really like that. They're inspiration to me. So fear, I think, is a good thing because it's like... If I'm... If I have a beautiful home in myself and I'm trying to share it with somebody else and they are constantly rejecting me. I am not going to try anymore. But that doesn't mean there's something wrong with me. It just means we're not meant to be in the same neighborhood. (laughs) I don't know. But there's somebody who is. And I find that time and time again. When I try to hold on to someone who I'm like, you should... I like the things in your house. Can't you be in my house too? It's like, no. Sometimes we're not all... uh, I don't know. We don't all get along and fit together so well. And that's not even a bad thing either. Because I did learn something from you. And maybe it just wasn't meant to be forever. But you will find... Like, nothing is forever. And people come and go, and they're there when they're supposed to be, and they leave when they're supposed to. And you never lose them because they're always a part of you. And honestly, I'm finding that I'm not really losing at all. My neighborhood is growing. It doesn't mean I see my neighbors every day, but I but they I know they're there. My partner said when I allow myself to love you, it it allows you to love me more. And maybe that's scary to really be open and loving because I know from my own experience when I tried to be open and loving with some people it was not received and it made me feel like there was something wrong with me and that my love was not good. But then I met 
meet people who want nothing but to receive me. They are so open to me. And then I pour myself in and I'm like, wow, there's so much more to me than I thought because these people receive me so well. And then I think, what if I did this for me too? And I just love to this extreme with myself. I don't know, I think we're medicine. And I'm starting to think fear isn't a bad thing. I think when I feel afraid, as long as I confront it, there's always light at the other side. And the more love, sometimes the more pain, but I am getting used to it. I feel deeper, everything, and I would not trade it for anything. And I hope that when you're afraid, you can look into you and hug your baby self (laughs) who might be really scared and say, hello, I'm here to take care of you and you will be okay and we're okay and I love you so much and what do you need? And then I think if we come from that place then we can be that for other people and other people can be that for us so we don't have to do it alone all the time. But if we have to, we can. So, I love you. It's okay to be afraid. And it's okay to look at that fear and to hold it and love it. It's just trying to show you something or heal you in some way. You just need to give it attention. I love you. Bye.